Hey there, and welcome to the Profitable Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Ann Keeney. And this is the podcast where we help six-figure coaches, VAs, and entrepreneurs all around the world scale their sales, break free from the one-to-one hustle, and skyrocket their profits online. Because we believe that the best business is a profitable one, and real CEOs make money, not coffee. So rise up, join the revolution, and let's get down to business. everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to talk to you guys about three big fat lies that you have been told about sales. I'm really excited to talk about this because I think that, you know, when it comes to sales and selling in the online space, on social media, there's a lot of mixed information. There's a lot of different um, opinions and strategies that people have. And I just want to keep sales really simple because it is. It's one of the easiest parts of business. It can be. And I really just want to help Just a couple myths that I think are causing a lot of entrepreneurs to struggle with selling, to struggle with their sales, um, and we want to bust those myths today. So let's get right down to it. I want you to kind of forget everything that you've been told about sales, and I want you to really hear what I have to say, okay? So the first sales myth that I see going around and in talking to a lot of people in my audience, they have this belief that um, you know, to be successful at creating and generating a lot of sales, you really have to like force people, you have to convince people, you have to like prove yourself. And I've even heard some people tell us that some of the gurus in the industry will tell you that your number one goal is to get that sale. Don't you hang up that phone until you get that sale. And that feels kind of icky. It feels a little gross. It feels, you know, like we're kind of being really, um, Um, I don't know, like not really convincing people, but we're being very forceful. We're being kind of aggressive, uh, kind of overstepping our boundaries a little bit and doing things that are not our job to do. And so uh, if you have this idea that if you want to create a lot of sales, if you want to be really successful at sales, that you're going to have to prove, you're going to have to convince, you're going to have to get people to um, say yes and, and pay you, right? Well, I want to bust that myth because this is not true. So number one, um, we have a rule of thumb over in my company and inside of my program, um, and we do not convince, negotiate, beg, force, or get anybody to do anything. That is not our job, and we hold that responsibility very tightly when it comes to this. Um, It's not your job to do any of those things, right? The people that are coming to you, they either do want to solve their problem or they don't want to solve their problem. It's literally none of your business, right? So you can kind of relax, take a deep breath. You do not need to be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that. Sales is not supposed to be something that's aggressive. It is not supposed to be something that you're like, you know, putting the fear of death into people to get them to say yes. In fact, you don't get them to do anything. You let people do that themselves. They get themselves there. They should be making that decision on their own. Um, that's their their choice. That is their responsibility, right? So you're really trying to put um, their decisions in their own hands. You're releasing yourself of taking on a responsibility that's not only not yours, but it's not even in your control to do, right? So we want you to not be doing that. And we want you to remember when someone is making an investment, they're investing in themselves. 
They have their own selfish agenda, right? Like when they're making an investment, they're not doing it to help you. They're not doing it to grow your business. They're doing it because there's something they want. So when they're making an investment, they have to be all in. They have to really want that thing, right? They have to be committed. They have to be serious. And they need to make that decision that, yes, I not only want to solve this thing, but I'm also going to make an investment to get the help I need to do that thing, right? Like that's a decision that they need to make and you need to stay out of that. There's one thing to guide people in the direction that's going to be supportive of them and to show up and inspire them and hold space for them. And that's a huge part of what we teach in the sales academy. But your job is not to get people over that, um, you know, that threshold of like um, forcing them or trying to negotiate or prove yourself or trying to be like, let me put some fear tactics in there to get you to do this. Like you want your clients to make their own decision. You want them to play all in and say yes to themselves because when they're making that investment, they're not investing in you. They are investing in themselves through you because there's something you said you could provide and it's something they want right? So we have to understand sales at the core level. We have to understand that basic sales is literally you are being paid to solve a problem. Nothing more, nothing less, right? Rather someone wants their problem solved is none of your business, right? That's where we have to draw the line in the sand. It is none of our business. It's not your job. So sales shouldn't feel pushy. It shouldn't feel aggressive. Um, Selling should not feel hard. It should not feel like you're doing anything to anybody. If it feels like any of those things, you're doing sales wrong. If it feels that way, you're not doing it right. Okay. So we really want to just remember that people buy from people and they buy from people they feel like they know, like, and trust. So if you're making people feel bad about a situation that they're already feeling bad about or they're already feeling guilty or ashamed or embarrassed or whatever, right? If you're making people feel bad by putting these aggressive fear tactics on them or, you know, you're making them feel bad about their situation or you're telling them they're wrong or you're trying to convince them and you're forcing them and you're just really being aggressive with your sales, you're not going to make them feel good. So they're not going to buy from you anyway because people don't buy from people who make them feel like crap, right? We buy from people who inspire us, who nurture us, who we feel like we know, like, and trust, and who take time to guide us and hold space and allow us to make our own decisions, right? We don't really want to invest in anyone who's going to take our own decisions and transformation away from us. You want your client to have that buy-in by themselves. They need to get there by themselves, okay? So this is a huge, huge thing in this industry. Uh, I hear it every day in talking to clients that, um, you know, you've been taught this terrible way of selling. It feels disgusting. It feels like you're doing things. If two people, it feels like you're preying on people. It feels like you are forcing and convincing and trying to prove yourself and you're negotiating. If you're doing any of those things, or if it feels like any of that, you're just not doing it right. You need to change the way that you're doing it. You'll get a different result. Okay. So that is the first myth that we want to bust. It was a mouthful, but super important. Okay. The second myth, the second sales myth that I see in this industry and in having conversations with a lot of you guys um, is if you price your offer super low, more people will buy it. Okay. So I talk about this a lot. That's absolutely not true. (laughs) That is not true. So I'm going to call bluff on this one because I want you to understand that, you know, when you are lowering your price, right? It's like you're saying my services are not worthy. They're not valuable. 
they're not that valuable. Let me lower the price. Let me charge you practically next to nothing for all this amazing value that I know I'm giving you. But let me like undercharge, right? Because then you're going to be able to buy. The problem is, is you don't want to work with people that are not investing for transformation. So we always talk about how we have three types of people in our audience. We have window shoppers, price shoppers, and we have value shoppers. Window shoppers are usually the people that they're just watching all your stuff and they'll never buy from you, right? Or they're not buying right now and they're not going to. They're really just like those kind of tire kickers, freebie lurkers. Like I can do this on my own. I don't need help. I'm just going to like indulge in a bunch of free stuff and like, you know, kind of puzzle my way there. Like that, those are your window shoppers, right? They're usually the ones standing outside the lines and they're quiet, they're silent um, and they will not invest. It doesn't matter if you drop a dollar thing in front of them, they're just not going to do it. Your your value, uh, your window shopper, that's your window shopper. Your price shopper is the person who is like, they will invest, but like the price has to be right, right? Like the price needs to be right. It needs to be cheap. It needs to be a bargain, a deal, a sale, right? So like you have to lower your price to get them to buy. You have to drop the price or sell them something less or, you know, a lesser price or whatever. In order for them to buy, there needs to be a bargain, a deal or a sale somewhere in there or they're not going to do it. That is your price shopper. And then you have your value. Your value shopper is the person who's already committed to what they want. They're already over the fence. They don't need you to tell them what they're doing wrong. They don't need you to convince. They already know what problem they have. They already know they want it solved. And they're already taking actions to solve those problems. And they're they're willing to invest. They're investing for transformation. They're not looking at your price tag. They're not making a decision based on the price. They're all in. They're fully committed to solving their problem and they don't need you to get them there, okay? Um, these are your value shoppers. They invest based on transformation. They want their problem solved. If you can do it and you build the know, like, and trust, then they will invest. So you have to understand who is in your audience. Now, price shoppers and window shoppers, it doesn't mean that they're not gonna buy. Uh, it means they're not gonna buy right now. So you need to just continue to put out great content, continue to nurture them, continue to hold space until they're ready to buy. Because once they are ready, and they will be ready, but once they're ready, you want them to come to you, right? You want them to come to you and buy when they're ready. So you don't price based on the market. You don't price your offer, your services based on what you think the market will pay you. That's actually ridiculous. And I don't think there's any business that does that. It doesn't make sense. You need to attract the people that you want to be working with that are all in, that are higher end clients and are going to come in and they're investing in their own selfish reasons because they have a problem, they want it solved and they're all in, willing, ready, able and committed to do whatever it takes to solve it. Those are the people that you wanna put 90% of your focus on. So if you are if you keep charging low and you keep lowering your price points, no, that doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna get buyers because the lower you go, the lower target you're speaking to. So that means the lower mentality they have, right? You can keep dropping your price until it's a dollar, right? Who do you think is gonna invest at a dollar? Not, not a high-end client. It will not be a high-end client.
right? The lower you go, you start getting into that lower, the kind of the tire kickers, the freebie seekers, the brain pickers, the people that are not committed. And, you know, they're not, they're not looking for transformation. They're looking for quick overnight success. And they're looking for like, I don't want to have to do the work, right? Like, I just want to get to the results that everybody else has, but without doing what they had to do. Like, you have to understand the market and you need to understand what your price says about you. If you go, you here's something I have my clients do is I ask them, are you Goodwill or are you Gucci? Because I know Gucci doesn't drop their prices no matter what's going on in the world. They are not lower in their price points. They stand behind the product, their value of their product. They're not lower in their price to get goodwill customers. They are not lower in the price because of economic crisis. They are not lower in their price because the market says so. They're not lower in their price because their neighbor did. They stand behind the value of their product. And that's that. That is the end of the conversation. That's a full sentence, right? So you have to decide, are you goodwill? Or are you going to be Gucci? And then you need to stand behind that, right? I don't do cheap. <laughs> That's not in my vocabulary. My services are not cheap. I am not cheap and I don't want cheap clients. So therefore, I'm not going to do that, right? You have to decide. And here's the thing. There's no right or wrong. You need to understand the difference. You have to understand that the price says, says everything about who you are and the value of your service, if someone invests $27 to work for you, you have to understand that that person does not expect to get very much from your from your offer and they're not going to put in very much effort because they're not going to get very much effort. They're looking at it. That's the perceived value they see is $27. Why? Because that's what you're charging. So if it was more worthy and more valuable, then you would charge more. Okay? You have to understand this is kind of just a basic mathematical kind of science, right? Like the perceived value that someone sees is whatever the price tag says. Okay, so um, I wanted to kind of share that with you because I want you guys to understand that lowering your price is not the answer to getting more buyers in the door. The lower that you go, you start speaking to an audience that literally has no money, right? Like, so you have to raise your price to attract those higher level people that are investing in their work, in their business. They're, they're doing the things, they're committed, they're all in, they don't need you to do that for them or even try to get them there. They already know that. They're already making investments. They're doing the things. They're they're willing and able to do whatever it takes to get there. And they're committed to that goal. Okay. That's a higher level client. And low ticket prices don't speak to those types of people. The other thing you want to remember is that if the lower you go with your price, the more leads that you need. So that means that typically the people that you see who are selling lower ticket offers, they are driving thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars every month toward Facebook ads, because that's the only way they're going to generate enough leads to maintain any amount of revenue with a lower ticket offer, right? If you're, if you're selling lower ticket offer, you need a lot more leads. If you need a lot more leads, well, then you're going to be running Facebook ads, right? So, and, and we're talking thousands, if not hundreds of thousands per month towards ads to funnel in, depending on your goals, to funnel in enough leads to convert enough clients month after month after month after month into a low ticket offer. Okay. So if you're not doing that, or you're not in a position to do that, or you don't want to be doing that, then no, low ticket offers is absolutely not the answer. Okay. So we want to just say that, that lower ticket offers do not mean more buyers and it is not actually seen or perceived as more valuable or valuable. Okay. All right. Sales method number three. I hear this too. Like if your life is a mess, you can't help another person. Right. So we hear this a lot. We hear, you know, if you are struggling in your business, um, 
or if you're having a hard time in your life or if your life is a little messy or whatever it might be, right? Like if your life is a mess or your business is a mess or whatever, then you can't really help another person. Therefore, you, you're an imposter if you try, right? Like your life has to be so perfect first. Um, it's ridiculous because nobody's life is perfect. And I started my business on welfare. So I lived in government assistance, collecting food stamps. I started my very first business that grew to be a six-figure business. It was very successful VA agency. And I started that business living in government housing on welfare, collecting food stamps. So certainly I was not in any position um, as far as confidence and a great mindset and successful thriving business and like great life, right? So needless to say, this is not true. Now, there's a boundary here. I think there's a difference in my life has life happening and a difference in that versus I'm trying to help people do something I have no experience with or I've never done myself. Those are two different things. So this is where we kind of want to draw that line. If your life is a mess, it, that just you're, that, that, that means you're human. <laughs> you are human and life is such. It happens to all of us. Nobody's life is perfect no matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how successful you are. In fact, people who make a lot more money are usually even more stressed out. So it, that, that's irrelevant. Um, same thing with your business. Your business can be newer. You could be just getting started. It could be a little messy. Maybe you've had some success and then you lost some success and it's kind of going up and down. You can have that little bit of a roller coaster in your business or life and still help another person. I know because I've done it. Um, and because we are human and there is no one on the face of this planet who does not have life happening and does not have ups and downs in their business. So you have to understand the difference right now. If you're saying to people, I'm going to help you make $10,000 a month and you don't even make $10,000 a month and you haven't made $10,000 a month, that's probably a little bit of imposter there. It's a little bit of like, that's not really, you shouldn't be doing that, right? So we have to keep our integrity. And I think there's an, a difference, right? What is the first thing that people tell you to do when you're kind of feeling down or you feel like things just aren't going well for you? The very first thing that people tell you, go do something nice for someone else. It instantly shifts your energy. You're giving back, you're, you're contributing, and it makes you feel better literally in an instant, naturally. You don't even have to try, right? So yeah, the best thing you can do is go help people when you're kind of feeling not so great, right? Like when things aren't exactly the way you want them to be. It is great to go help people. It will make you feel better. It'll flip your energy around and it does it naturally. You don't have to try so hard, but... I do want you to understand there's a difference in my business and my life is is reality and things are happening and a little roller coaster going on. Um, that's perfectly fine. You can still help people, right? When I was on welfare collecting food stamps, my clients were making more money than I was. Like I was able to help them do that, uh, regardless of what my life looked like. My skills are still there. So you know what I mean? Like your skill set and what you're will what you're able to help another person do is not defined by what your business looks like or what your life looks like, right? You can still help people if your skill set is there. But there's a difference in saying, I'm gonna help you do this, and you are not doing that. You haven't done that and you don't have experience. Like that's not your specialty. That you should not be doing. I do see a lot of that lately going around uh, the industry where people are like, Oh, I'll help you get 5K months, 10K months, I'll help you build a six-figure business. I'll help you, you know, massively close your sales. I'll help you convert your Facebook group. And like, these are people I've been in conversation with. It's like, they're not doing those things and they're having a hard time and they're struggling with that. And they've never done that. And it's like, that is a little bit of a different line that we shouldn't be doing. Okay. Um, because that's a little bit out of integrity. So you want to stay within your zone of genius, but there you go. Okay. 
I do want to throw in a little bonus one. Okay. I want to throw in a little bonus myth. Um, the fourth sales myth that I do want to kind of throw in here is the idea that you can't raise your rate until you've been in business for a certain amount of time. This is absolutely not true. I have, I work with 90% new clients, new entrepreneurs, either moms or nine to fivers, right? Building their business um, on the side. They're trying to launch their business and they're, they're new and they're coming in at the lowest price point ever. And it's like, yep, you're going to take, it's going to take you forever to get your brand out there, to get your message out there and to make money. You've got to raise your price. I want you to understand the thing with prices guys is that um, obviously it's perceived value. But the other thing too, is like your prices um, are not defined by how long you've been in business. They're not defined by how much success you've had. They're not defined by um, how many hours you work a day or how many boxes you check off or how hard you work. It is the value of what you offer and that is it. So it, again, it doesn't matter what your situation is. If what you offer and what you do with your clients is valuable, it's your skill set and you know how to do it and you're confident with it, that's what you're pricing on because your clients can still get a transformation even if you started your business yesterday. I have clients who I work with right now who are brand new and within two weeks of being in business, they're generating thousands of dollars worth of sales and their clients are having amazing success because it doesn't matter how long they've been in business. What matters is their skill and what matters is what they're able to help their clients do. That's what you are pricing for. That's what people are paying you for. They're not paying you for your skill set. They're not paying you for your hours. They're not paying you for your education. They're not paying you for how many years you've been in business. They are paying you for what they're going to get out of the time they spend with you. Okay, so I hope these sales myth and that little bonus one there was helpful for you guys. These are like some of the top four things that I see just kind of floating around the internet. This like, yeah, this is so not true. We're going to bust those today. We're going to get right down to it. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts, your feedback, your takeaways. If you have any questions, definitely join us over in our free Facebook group community where, of course, this is what we are talking about all the time, doing free trainings every week to really help you guys around your sales. Um, and we'd love to have you over there and connect if that makes sense for you. Definitely subscribe if you're loving what you're hearing so you get notified every Monday when a new episode re releases. Um, hope to see you guys in the free community. I hope this was helpful. All right. Bye, everybody. Hey, hey, not so fast. As a valued listener of the Profitable Entrepreneur podcast, we want to help you simplify the scale and revolutionize your income and your impact online. Not just here in these weekly sessions, but every day of the week and every week of the year. We have an amazing free Facebook group with other successful, high-achieving, and profitable CEOs who are creating financial and time freedom for their families. They're breaking free from the one-to-one -one hustle, and they're making a real income and impact. If this is an experience that you want to have, and you want to be part of a real online community where you can connect, collaborate, co-create, scale your online coaching business, and receive uncommonly exceptional weekly live trainings from me, then head over to Facebook right now, search for Simplify the Scale, join us over there in the Facebook group, and my team and I will be watching and waiting to welcome you and get you started on creating your next six figures. I cannot wait to connect with you.